get this started. What are you going to talk about? I'm talking about sampling records. Now they say about the crazy ones. The most. Hip-hop means everything to me. It's, it's my culture. Huh. Crazy, man. You're, you're now rocking with the Twin City Tone Podcast. That's what I'm talking about. Base. You know. I'm the king of my city. The Twin City Tone Podcast. Base. Yeah. So, yo, man, it's episode number nine. Yeah. Hey, that intro is vivid. Yo, that's Marty Marl talking on that. Oh, that's what's up. Hey, what's up, Marty Marl? And the homie Troy put that together for me, man. Super He's amazing. Tight. So, yeah. So, yo, man, I got a very special guest in the building with me for episode number nine of the Twin City Tone podcast. Before I introduce him, let me remind you, today's show is brought to you by NewNativeHipHop.com. Make sure you check out NewNativeHipHop.com for all your daily doses of hip-hop. So, yo, man, I got a guy sitting across the room from me. Who's super dope? I'm excited to have him in here. He goes by the name of Augie Five Thousand. Hey, thank you, thank you. Yeah, man, I'm glad you're here, man. We talked about having you on for a long time, and I know our schedules just didn't align. Yeah. I might have fronted on you one time. <laughs> 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 I had you scheduled, and then I, I don't know, man. Something came up, but it's all good. I'm tripping. I made it for number nine, man. I just yeah. felt, I like the number nine. Why not? Yeah, we had to get it heated up for you, man. You know, so now you're here, and yeah. it's good. It's good to go. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm happy, man. And you know what? You're coming off your tour right now. Everything yeah. is really cool. Yeah, let me, let me touch on that for a second, because we were talking about that before the mics went on, but fresh off tour, I mean, I got a couple hours of sleep on the plane, you know, went home, slept for a few more hours, got up, I'm here, had to get back to work, but yeah, man, big shout out to the Beat Nuts for having me on the Beat Nuts 2017 US tour, shout out Juju, shout out Psycho Less, shout out to Terminology, Rapper Poo, DJ Deadeye, DJ Flash, Vargo, my guy Wolfgang Chris came out there and was rocking with me. And all the fans that came out and showed love, it was amazing. I had a great time, man. You were telling me about a couple of the cities. Like, some of them were more lit than others. Yo, some of them were more lit than others, definitely. Like, I would say, like, Denver yeah. was super popping. I caught contact on stage because everybody's <laughs> blowing good weed in the crowd. <laughs> it's like a smoke cloud in the whole venue. But, yeah, Denver was popping. Um, Albuquerque was crazy. It was sold out wall to wall, front to back. Um, they showed a lot of love there. And then Vegas, man, we were at the beauty bar in Vegas. And um, that wasn't the biggest show because the venue was small. Mm -hmm. But I think they had the best energy, man. Okay. It was it was popping in Vegas. And you were out there on, on Fremont Street, right? On Fremont, yeah. Yeah, yep. with, the, with the lights above the street. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep, yeah, it's dope, man. So I had a great time. It was, uh, it was fun, man. But I'll tell you what, because people think, like, tour is really glamorous and shit. But hey, man. A different hotel every night, and you're living out of a fucking suitcase. You know what I mean? It gets it's a rough old. life. It's a, it's not. It's a grind. It's fun. I wouldn't trade it, but it is a grind. You right. know what I mean? You know, you're not Drake booking. You know what I'm saying? Right. Exactly. Drake getting put in the suites every time. Exactly. You know I mean? I'm not in the suite every time. I mean, I was nice. I was in the Marriott every every city. Oh, okay. So I'm, I'm doing all right. Oh yeah, my, yeah. Someone's doing all yeah, right. Yeah, I'm not doing Motel Sixes. I'm doing all right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's cool, man. But yo, let's talk about you, man. Augie, before before we really get into your story and everything, let the people know where they can follow you on all social media, man. Oh yeah, it's Augie Five Thousand. I got to spell it out because not everybody knows yep. how to spell Augie. Yep. I have people spell with an O. Oh man. Yeah, I don't know. Augie fuck? is. A-U-G-G-I-E yep. and 5,000. It's just a number. Yep. That's everywhere. Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram. Yep. Uh, you won't find me on Facebook, though. Nah, me neither. I don't do the Facebook. I mean, I have a Facebook account, but it got suspended. What? Yeah, Facebook was like, Facebook was like, hey, because uh, the way I have it on Facebook is is it's Augie 5,000 spelt out, right? Because okay. they won't allow numbers or whatever. Hmm. And so they were like, prove that this is your name. Send us an ID. And I was like, oh, well, I don't got an ID like that. But I had a friend that had a similar thing. He, What he did was he Photoshopped his ID. Yeah. And had it had his name on it, his the name he wanted to use. <laughs> his Facebook name on his ID. Yeah. And he sent it to him. And then it was done deal. He he was good. Yeah. And the way he had it done was was his his name was like Nugget in the AM. He did a morning show. Yeah. His name was Nugget. Yeah. Well, for Facebook, he had it. He had his ID done Nugget Shaquille Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> and you know he's this white guy, right? Like it's really, you know. Yeah. But anyway, so I was gonna have my my thing photoshopped, and then it fell through. Somebody fronted on me. Yeah. And, yeah. Now, nah, um, but yeah, and and you know what? To be honest, man, like I'm not in a hurry because I don't miss Facebook. Yeah. 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 Facebook is just full of. 
I, it's the worst place on the internet, man. I've never been on there. I don't know, man. But I hear I hear good things. I hear bad things. Stay away, bro. Yeah, I'm gonna stay away. I'm not gonna. D Mills nodding in agreement. Yeah, I think I have a I have a feeling D. If it wasn't for business, you wouldn't even be on there, huh? No personal shit. Yeah, it's just all business. So yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. So make sure you follow Augie at Augie five thousand A U G G I E five thousand. Yeah. Make sure you follow DJ D Mill. Big shout out to him. He's out here holding down the boards as usual at DJ D Mill on all social media, and you can follow me at Twin City Tone on all social media. So Augie, man. Yeah. You've been in the city now. What? How long? See, it's January. Been here since August. So it was okay. Like five months. Five months. Five months. Yeah. And we talked about this a lot because I was giving you a warning when you first moved up here because you're from Arizona, originally. right? Phoenix. Yeah, Phoenix. I'm in. I'm from the desert. Yeah. So yeah. it's a very different climate. Yeah. And I was like, bro, it's gonna get real. Like the end of October, November, you're gonna see what it is, and you're like, ah, I'm not worried about it, and. You're still not worried about it. No, I'm not tripping, man. And you know what? To be real, like, this is a kind of a warm winter right now. It's like, what is it, 33 degrees today? Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. But, you know, when it got down to negative five or whatever, I yeah. was like, oh, this is cold. But, like, right. I wasn't tripping. Like, but you still embrace it. Like, yeah, I see yeah, you. You're always smiling and you're like, oh, I like the snow, bro. This shit is it's cool. Yeah, well, you know, like, I never really, like, saw the snow actually come down. Yeah. And so I was just like a kid watching yeah. the snow come down <laughs> and... You know, to me, it's like fresh. It's like fresh eyes. So I like watching the snow. I like being in the snow. Yeah. I like stepping in it. You know, what I mean, I might kick a. I might might kick like an ice chunk in the street one time. Like, you know, like I, <laughs> I just do shit. Yeah. So you know what I mean? And uh, I, I like it, man. And and I always kind of like live with the mentality of can't nobody make you happy but yourself. Very true, hundred percent. So I'm gonna be, you know, I'm gonna be happy no matter where I'm at, and, yep. and try to make light of whatever. And and to be honest, it, even even with the optimism and all that, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. You, you, you layer right. up, man. You wear some gloves. Yeah. You know, make sure you got a couple pairs of socks on. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you're all right. <laughs> so did you have to like rearrange your whole wardrobe? Because I would assume you didn't have many winter clothes. Yeah, I had to get I had to get some stuff. I still don't have everything. Yeah. I'm still, you know. And my my wardrobe budget worth in, <laughs> so you know what I mean. Uh, you know I'll re up here in a bit, but yeah, I I'm I'm still collecting. Yeah. I still got things to get. You yeah. know what I mean. But yeah. I I think I had the essentials, and my mom she sent me like this care package. She sent me one of those fur hats that got the ears that come down. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yep. She sent me some gloves, and she sent me one of these masks, like Did a you? ski mask type of thing with the nose on it. Yeah, 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 yep. Yeah. So you know I'm 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 all right. I'll be. All right. I got I went and got a parka. You did know? you? Yeah. Okay. I'm good. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. You, did you pick up some boots? You have any boots? I got a pair of boots. I got a pair of like, I think they're only meant for snow because I started rocking them like out of the snow yeah. and they started wearing out real fast. Oh, really? Like I could tell after one day, it was like, I was like, oh, these are actually legit for only for snow. Yeah. So yeah. I got, yeah, I went and got the snow boots, like, you know what I mean? But I've been fine. I got some chucks on right now. I've been fine. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. What I mean? Now how's that Ben's whipping in the snow though? It's rear wheel drive, right? It's fine. It's good. Yeah, you know what? I had summer. I had some worn out ass summer tires that uh, I needed to replace anyway, mm -hmm. and I didn't replace them until a couple weeks ago. And so when the snow hit, this thing was like sliding. <laughs> it couldn't get traction. You yeah, know I think mean? I saw you on Instagram. Like you couldn't get up a hill or something like that. Right? <laughs> yeah, I couldn't get up a hill. Yeah. But then I went and got I went and got some tires a couple weeks ago, and it's been fine. I mean, it hasn't really really snowed since then, but right. The time that it did, it, there was like some sludge or whatever that, what is it called when it snows and rains? Slush. Slush, yeah. Yeah, slush. It, it did fine. It, it's good now. I think it, the next time it snows, yeah, I think I'll be all right. You'll be good. Yeah. And you know, driving in snow is like an art. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you just, you just kind of, you got to get used to it a little bit, but you'll be all right, man. You yeah. I, I, the one thing that I learned right away is you don't accelerate when you're turning. You don't yeah, want to do that. That's true. Or and on a rear wheel drive car, at least. Especially you'll spin out yep. the back wheels. Yeah, the back wheels will go. Yep, it, it could go bad. Yo, speaking of driving in the snow, when we were driving through Colorado on this tour, we went like up through the mountains, mm -hmm. and yo, man, like it was snowing, and they don't have guardrails on some of these roads. Yeah. And the roads are so narrow, and it's just like, and you see like little crosses everywhere. Not everywhere, but Every you know, there are crosses up there for like people that are falling. Yo, man, that shit was scary. My guy Chris was driving, and I'm just in the passenger seat, and I can literally look out the passenger side window, and I'm looking straight down. Damn. Way up there, man. Damn. So it's like, 
one ice patch, it's a wrap for your boy. So we wouldn't be sitting here doing this podcast right now. Damn, man. That's blessings. But I made it. But you know what, man? Like that to it's it's funny like seeing going traveling the country, right? Mm-hmm. And meeting people and like because Minnesota doesn't really have mountains, right? No, not at all. So, you know, you may not have been on a mountain very often in your life. And for me, looking down at mountains, like, well, I've been up a mountain before. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, for you, you're like, whoa, dude, I've never been up so high. You right. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> whoa, there's no guardrails. Right, like. <laughs> right, right, right. That, it was crazy. But if me, it was man. it was snowy, though, the roads were snowy. So it was, right. it, yeah, that's yeah, that's not cool. Yeah, man. They should have had something. There. Something. Yeah. But, you know, it is what it is, man. So, how long you been doing radio, man? You've been in it for a while now. I know that you're a vet in the game. Man, I've been, if you want to say, like, on the air. Well, no, let's take it all the way back. Like, when did, when did you start, like, when did you first think, like, yo, I, I want to be on the radio. I want to get into radio. I was in college, man. So and how did it come about? Well, maybe high school. I, actually, high school, I wanted to own a radio station, and to this day, I still want to own one. Yep. But, because uh, I wanted to do radio my way. Mm-hmm. And what's the great thing about coming to Minnesota is, is that I'm almost pretty much doing radio my way. Right, right. Because the, the way that we do things that go, it's uh, it's different than anywhere else in the country. Yep, it, yep. It's, you know, it's like we're doing hip-hop the right way. Yep, And, exactly. you know, we're playing the right music. You know, we, we, we don't, not playing things just because other radio stations are playing it. Because you got to understand, in this business, program directors... They, a lot of them follow the lead. Yeah. A lot of them will be like, oh, well, you know what? Um, this record, I like it, but nobody's playing it. I'm not going to play this yet because they're not playing it in L.A. Mm-hmm. They're not playing it in Chicago. Mm-hmm. We'll wait. We'll wait to see what they do. Right. Right. But to me, it's like, if it's hot, it's hot. If the people are going to like it, you got to play it. Exactly. To me, it's, and, and these, when we're talking about big records, we're talking about Drake records. Yeah. We're talking about like Drake drops a joint. And it's like, well, that's Drake, and he's dropping a joint. Why don't you play Drake's joint? And it's like, no, like they're like, no, well, it might, yeah, I'm gonna see what what he's gonna do. And it's just like, come on, man, that's a no brainer. Exactly. It's Drake. It's a big artist. Yeah. It's a song that you that you know is gonna pop. Like, why not? And so you got a lot of companies that are afraid to take risks, and it, it's it it, it it stagnates it stagnates the business, and it sta- stagnates, I guess, the art behind it. Because it, it takes the art out of it. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's no passion. There's no creativity. Right. So to come to a situation like this, it, it, it's great, man. And mm-hmm. and I guess going back to to the question that you asked, like, where when did I start or when did I decide that I wanted to? I, that's kind of the way I wanted to do it because I, mm-hmm. I heard there was music that when I was going to high school that they weren't playing on the radio. That I'm like, I want to hear this on the radio. Yeah. And so now it's like I find something hot. I got free reign to play it. You know right, what I mean? Right. And 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 it's great. And so thinking about that, <clears throat> I wanted to go in and change the game. And I found a guy that's already doing it. So yep. it's good. I can learn from the master. Amen. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So so you decided way back, you know, high school, college, you're like, yo, this is what I want to do. So then how did that come into fruition? Like where where did you get your first job or where did you get your in in the radio game? So when I was in in college, a buddy of mine Where'd you go to college? Uh Phoenix College. Phoenix, okay. Phoenix, yeah, it's a community college over there. Yep. So uh, a buddy of mine, Gio, shout out to Theo Gio. Uh, I'm, I'm going to send this to him. He'll, All right. he'll hear. <laughs> uh, he, he was, uh, he's like, yo, I'm going to end. And he was, you know what? The dude could rap. Yeah. Gio, I, it, it it hurts my feelings that he's not rapping to this day. Cause, yeah. Because Gio can rap. Gio's like, he was the dude, like out of all of us, like that was the guy we thought was going to be a star. Yeah. And so, you know, I, if you hear this, Gio, man, put out a record, man. Yeah, Gio, let's hear that, man. Put out some heat, man. Augie can play it. He's yeah, got free hey, I play your, I play your record, Gio. <laughs> um, nah, but uh, he was like, yo, I, I want to get in. Uh, I'm going to intern at, at Power 92, and I'm going to learn about the music business, and, mm-hmm. like, this is going to help me further my... And at the time, I wanted to rap. Okay. I wasn't nowhere near as talented as him. Yeah. And so I gave up on that like right around that time. Yeah. But he's like, yeah, I'm going to intern at, at Power and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you should too. So he did it for a semester. And then I, I went and did it. And then I realized like, yo, this is what I want to do. Yeah. This is it. Like, I just love the feeling of like, you know, the energy in the building. Everybody, everybody was hungry. Everybody, everybody wanted to strive for greatness. Mm-hmm. I just love that. And so... I, I I went in and I worked for free, 
and I hustled for a semester and, and they didn't invite me back to, to um, intern again and they didn't hire me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I like a couple years later, I just said, you know what? This is the business I want to be in. Yeah. And I went to go work for this uh, old school R&B station. Okay. And um, I just did promotions, you know. Okay. It was like carting around the, the tents and the and the st- stereo equipment and just doing what I had to do, you know. Help. And then I was like learning. I was learning from everybody, you know. I, my 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 thought process is is that if somebody's doing something that you want to do, mm-hmm. ask them how they do it. Yeah. Learn how they do it. Right. And so I was always learning, and then, you know, I was asking for you know I was asking for. Uh, people to put me on and and eventually I got on the air and um I did a lot of the promotion stuff I did the promotions manager stuff there Mm -hmm. like I've I've done a lot of different jobs in the business but um I I, like I learned a lot about the business and at that job and and I got on the air and then eventually I went to go back to my old station that I interned at that didn't invite me back yeah and um I got hired over there to do on air and and I did a lot of different I did a lot of different uh capacities of on air, you know what I mean? I so did. let me step you for a second. So the first time you were on air was actually at the old school R&B station. Is yeah. that right? Well, yeah, yeah. So so the <clears throat> there was two there was two radio stations in that in that building. Mm-hmm. You had the old school R&B station and then yeah. they had the dance EDM station. Okay. You know, they would play like trance music and you know, house and stuff. Yeah. And so when I got on the air the opening was for that station. So the first the first time I was on the air was on a dance. I was intro. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Okay. I was introing David Getter records and like <laughs> and uh, and uh, what do you call it? Um, yeah, I was introing stuff like that, like you know, the whole time. Yeah. And uh, and then eventually they flipped the format. Okay. To be an old school hip hop station, and when they did that, I was hype. Yeah. I was like, hell yes, this is what I want to do. Yeah. And so I I was on that station for a minute. And I was like one of the first voices on that station. Like me and me and uh, the program director, we were the two voices on that station. Cool. And um, and then I then so then I moved on to do to do hip hop. And they did they you know power power ninety eight three still does current hip hop. You know? Okay. That's the that's the big hip hop station in Phoenix. And that's where you went after the old school hip hop station. You went and got hired by Power. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, when it got hired by Power, and uh, and then. You know, grinded it out in Phoenix for at that station for like three years. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I did, I did weekends, I did like afternoon show for a minute. Mm-hmm. I was like the sidekick. Yeah. And then um, I did nights for a minute, and then I got I, I kind of got bypassed for like the nighttime opening. Like there was an opening that I wanted, and I thought I was gonna get it, mm-hmm. and um, I didn't get it. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, I gotta get out of town, man. I gotta get the hell out of here. Yeah. Cause that, cause there's no way for me to progress. Yeah. In that city. So you know, I talked to my boss and I was like, Yo, man, how do I get out of town, man? I gotta, I, I gotta, I gotta further my career. And he's like, Well, uh, I'll, I'll help you. And so I ended up landing in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. And so I did top forty radio in San Antonio. Yeah. For two years, and that was uh. That was that was a, a blessing and a curse, because I met some really good people in San Antonio, mm-hmm. some people that I would I would I would probably kill people for some of these people. Yeah. Um, but like, uh, it it was kind of a bad experience too at the same time. How so? Because like the the city, it's not that great of a city. Mm-hmm. Like it's it, it's a it's a cool city, but the the vibe there is weird. The vibe there is like. It's hard to describe, man. The vibe there is like, I don't know if you could compare it to anything over here, but the vibe is like, it's very stagnant. Okay. People there are not hustling. Okay. So it's very easy to get caught up in that vibe. And just that become vibe. like complacent. Com- like, yeah. Really, okay. And and so, you know, you, you, you kind of you catch that a little bit. You, yeah. you, you have to fight hard against it. And, um... You know, I didn't like that vibe, and I didn't like, you know, and and so I try to encourage people that were trying to move and, you know, to to be around me. So, like, I took those people that were hustling, I took them under my wing Mm -hmm. and and try to help them out. And and then eventually I I was like, I got to get out of here, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, and 
because there was nothing. I wasn't moving forward, you know. Yep. I wasn't even. I wasn't getting a pay, and I wasn't making nothing there. To be real, I wasn't making. No. I was making nothing. They they to to be honest. Mm-hmm. Nah, you know what? I don't want to say that. Yeah, I, don't gonna, don't put your finances I'm, I'm out there. Strike, man. I'm not gonna strike that out. <laughs> but uh, I wasn't getting paid nothing there. Yeah. But um, so let's just say moving here was was a, was a big upswing. It was the, yeah. It finance. was it was a yeah. Uh, uh, in finances, it was a good move. In my happiness, it was a great move. Yeah. In my vision for my life, mm-hmm. the best <clears throat> move. Cool. It, it this was the best move I've ever made. Yeah, and and uh, you know I was actually looking to go back home. There was like a couple of couple of things that I on my plate that I was you know it was either, it was like Minneapolis, Phoenix, mm-hmm. Oxnard, California. Oh yeah, yeah. There was like a cool little. There would have been a definite like, <clears throat> um, you know, boost in like resume if I would have went to Oxnard, but that that wasn't the right move, mm-hmm. and Phoenix wasn't the right move. Mm-hmm. This was this was the perfect move. Yeah. So, you know. And see now looking back on your life and like how things played out, it's kind of cool how to how it led you here because you know, maybe if you would have got that promotion at power, you would have never sought out the San Antonio gig and you might still just be at power. Yeah, man. It, it, stuff works out, man. Like, you know, that's why you really can't you really can't in life, you can't feel bad about where you're at. Mm-hmm. Because it it leads to something. Yeah. And 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 there was something that like I reposted on Instagram that really struck a chord with me and it said it, it, I did it like months ago. Actually, I think I did it right before I moved here. Um it was like be thankful for for where you at you're at because it it's either a product of your of your growth or it's something that will help you grow. Wow. Something f- something to that effect. That's deep, man. That's yeah. profound. I yeah. like that. And, and and so either way, either you've either you've earned where you're at, or yeah. you are earning where you're going to be, mm-hmm. more or less. Hundred percent, yeah. So, it, it, you know, to to me, man, like I haven't made it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm not. This isn't the end all be all, but I, I I'm I feel like this is a stepping stone for me to grow within the company because this says the company that I'm at is a great company. Right. Right. I don't. I don't foresee myself leaving it. You know. Mm-hmm. You know. And and so, the company grows. Hopefully, I grow with it. Yeah. That, that's my. Yeah. You know. For sure. So let's kind of let's talk about how you got brought out here, man. Because it was it was an event. I still remember it. So you came. So you sent your your what? Like you sent your resume and you you know you contacted <clears throat> the station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I reached out to. Uh, I actually I just responded to an ad on the internet. Okay. To be real. Yep. And um, actually, I, I I knew somebody that knew somebody, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Yo, reach out." Yeah. And so uh, <clears throat> that happened, and I ended up getting 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 some emails from from Sosa. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, he uh, he then he called me on the phone. And we talked on the phone, and then he invited me out. And so back in July, he uh, they they flew me out. And it, and and he did this on purpose. He did this for a reason. He brought me out for the Go Show number two. Yeah, with Joey, <laughs> with Joey Badass. Yeah, which was yo man. That that Go Show was amazing. That might be my favorite still to this day. They've all been super dope. But yo, Joey just killed it, man. He did. His performance was dope. He dove out into the crowd and woo. It was the right it was, combination it was dope, of man. it was the right combination of like the energy he was putting out yeah. and the energy the crowd was giving. Right, right. And yeah, it was incredible. Yeah, it was yeah, a great yeah. show. So he brought you out specifically for that. So, you so could I could see, see like, yo, look what it is. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yep. that's what it was. And then, you know, and then he's like, this, he's like, look at the front row. He's like, this is the audience that listens to this radio station. And I was like, all right. And then he's like, He's like the he's like the radio people are are celebrities here. Mm-hmm. He's like, and, and it's not like that everywhere, because mm-hmm. in in a lot of places people don't care about the radio more or less. You know, mm-hmm. like you know people people care, but they don't. The the radio personalities may not be like their favorite people or something, but here you know people listen to the radio and they enjoy the radio and they, right. and they enjoy the people on the radio. So like, that I would say the cities that I know that are like this. Is Minneapolis, Detroit, mm-hmm. and then of course, L.A. and New York. 
Because, mm-hmm. like, L.A. and New York, those radio personalities are celebrities. Yeah, right, like, right. Period. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we all know who Charlemagne is. Right. We all know who Ebro is, Angie Martinez. Right. You know what I mean? We know who Big Boy is. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, those people are celebrities. Right. And so here, like, you know, I, I might, you know, and, I, and I'm not I'm not there yet, but Mr. Peter Parker. Yeah, shout out is, Pete. He is a Twin Cities celebrity. No doubt. He goes to the store and people recognize him. Right. So like that's that's I guess down the line what I will be as I build my brand. Yeah. And it's already getting there, man. Like people show, people are showing me a lot of love here, man. And yeah, it feels really good. You're definitely getting it. I mean, even just when you walked in right now, and we had the homie in here right now. I was like, yo, this is my guy Augie. He's like, Augie, five. oh, I, on the radio, I listen to you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. So they know your name. They just might not know your face yet. But I mean, you've only been out here a couple of months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah, I'm not even. Not even concerned because I know it'll come. Yeah, you know, and, and to be honest, man, I'm a little scared of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you know, Pete, Pete's told me a couple stories, and and, uh, and and but you know what, man, it's all love. Like you gotta if, embrace if, it, if man. people people know you because they love you, that's great. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I that's what I signed up for. Yep. So I can't I can't be scared of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So brought you up for Go Show Two. Mm-hmm. You came. You saw the show. I mean, what were your thoughts? Were you just like, yo, this is where I need to be? Like, did you know right away, like, this is where you wanted to be that night? I think I knew. I, I knew. I knew before I even got to town. Okay. I knew from talking to Sam, and I knew from listening in. I, I listened in on the app. Mm-hmm. Like, as soon as as soon as I got an email from him, I was listening to the station. Mm-hmm. I was listening, like, every other night. Mm-hmm. And I knew. Just by listening, there was stuff I'd never heard before. Yeah. You know what I mean? There was stuff that I was like, oh, they're playing this? Yeah. You know what I mean? And and then from what he had told me and from what a couple of my people that knew about what Sosa and them were doing here, mm-hmm. like what what their the, the, the mission statement of the company was, I was like, oh, yeah, I need to be there. Yeah. So I already knew, but then... You know, when they brought me out, they they you know I I got the tour around around Minneapolis. You know yep, what I mean? Yeah. I got I got driven around and was like, this is what it is, and it's a clean city. And mm-hmm. if if there wasn't a winter, it'd be like San Diego. Everybody be trying to move here. Yeah. And so like, I was like, oh, that's cool. And then you know, and then I and then going to the show, I saw what the the the, the show culture was like. Yeah. Cause uh, you know you don't really know until you go. Right. And so I started telling people. Like, I told my lady, and I called her up. I was like, yo, it's like Austin, but, like, better. Yeah. Because Austin, Texas, if you didn't know, Austin, Texas is, like, the live music capital of the South or Texas. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's a big-time music city. And Minneapolis is, in that sense, it's like that. Mm -hmm. Minneapolis is a cosmopolitan city. And Mm -hmm. St. Paul, too. Like, two cosmopolitan cities together that... um, you know, like that are big. You know, got all four sports teams. Right. You know, Austin, Austin, Texas doesn't really have that popping. You know what I mean? Right. And and uh, and it, it's you know it's a great city. And so coming there, it really solidified it. And so when downstairs, when Sosa told me, he's like, he, you know, this was backstage at the Go Show. Yeah. He was like, so he's like, you want to move here? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, if y'all have me, hell yeah. And so he shook my hand and and uh. JP shook my hand and you know that's what it was and then yeah. Pete came walking down the stairs and was like what's up what's up and they're like hey meet the new member of Go 953 yeah yep. and so Pete was like oh he's like we got to put him on stage like yeah. let's go let's right go right off the bat yeah so Pete <laughs> took me on stage man and and uh yeah it was a, it was a cool experience people were cheering for me it's yeah. like shit you know they were dapping me up on stage and they'd never even know. heard my name before right 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 and I was like man this is cool you know that like, was the moment that was like that was like when Dame Dash brought Kanye West out in Chicago and gave him the Rockefeller chain. It was like that. Like, you had been baptized. Like, you're here. This is it. This is the guy. Uh, hey, you know what? That's what it felt like. Man. Yeah. Shout out to Pete for giving yeah, me the rock chain, Pete, man. man. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that was dope, man. That was dope. So, yeah, and then you got right to work, man. So, you're, you're over there. So, for anybody who doesn't know, make sure you tune in to Augie 5000. 5000 Degrees is the name of the show. It's on Monday through Friday, 7 to midnight on 95.3. Yes, sir. We've got yeah. a dope co-host. Oh, yeah. Sophia Shout Harris. out to Sophia. I got to get her over here, too, man. She's got to come on the podcast. What up, Sophia? Yeah, as soon as she comes back from California. I mean, yeah, she's always on tour, man. She's doing her thing. Yep. She's you good. Know, I, don't, I, I'm, I always joke with her. I'm like, yeah, she'll be back in three years. 
Her calendar is full, man. Yeah. She's on it, though. She's, She's popping, on it. man. Yeah, yeah. So, like, in regards to, like, your show, like, when you first came on, when you got started, like, what was that like? Because, you know, coming into a new market, you got a new show. I mean, was it were you was it nerve-wracking? Was it exciting? Was it a little bit of both? It's definitely both. It, it's always, whenever you come to a new building, mm-hmm. it's always kind of nerve-wracking because you... You know, the, the one thing that a lot of a lot of radio jocks um, that that they might be scared of or that they might do mm-hmm. is say the old station's name like the uh, first cut out of out of habit, muscle memory. Yeah, yeah. And so, and I haven't done that yet. I'm, Good. You know, knock, knock on wood. We're, um, but I and and that's funny because I told I told Pete and I told Sosa I was like, man, I was like, I'm not gonna say the old station name now, but watch in a couple of months it's gonna come out. It'll come out, watch. Mm-hmm. But it hasn't yet, so you know. Good. We'll wait. We'll, we'll wait. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but no, that like so that that's a little nerve wracking, and and then it's like, it's like, you get put in a new studio. Mm-hmm. So, the board is you know a, a board is a board. You know yep. what I mean? Like, but they all work. They all have their little intricacies. They all work a little different. Mm-hmm. And then the the automation systems are you know there's a. There's like three or four that are used throughout the country, three or four different automation systems. And the one that we use is different. I have never used it before. Mm-hmm. So I had to learn that. And so it was like a little nerve wracking. And then, you know, I, I didn't understand the expectation of like what they wanted me to do. It's funny because I asked Sosa, I was like, so I was like, all right. Want to be ready for the show on Monday? Yeah, uh, this you know, is your first show. Yeah, you're talking to him about. Okay, I was like, it was like Thursday or Friday. I was like, okay, I want to be ready for the first show. Like, what what do you need from me? Like, what what? How should we structure this? And he's like, no, nah, I don't want to structure it. He's like, I just want you to go in there. I just want you to do your thing. <laughs> and I'm like, oh man, I'm like, man, I, I need to be prepared. like, I want to be prepared. I want to like, you know, have a great show. And so, I, and and I knew that when I applied. It was going to be a two-person show, mm-hmm. and so my thought process was, was that, like, man, I need to think of somebody that I that I got to bring. You yeah, know, I got to I got to think of somebody that I that I vibe well with, and yeah. that, you know, that will will come to Minneapolis, right? That, you know, somebody dope, and you know, I was like running through my mental rolodex, of, <clears throat> and and I like, and I honestly, I I just like vibing with a woman on the air, cause right? Like, I just like the, like the the. I guess the contrast that it brings, yeah, and the you know, and it sounds good, and and I vibe well with women, so yeah, and and uh, so I was just thinking of who, who could I bring, and there I had a couple of people in mind, and so I was gonna bring that up up to to Sam, and Pete, and um, and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, but as soon as I got here, Pete was like, no, no, no. There's this girl, Sophia Harris. Mm-hmm. He's like, we think that, you know, she might be the person to work with you. Um, she's going to be in there with you uh, the first day, day one. I'm like, all right, cool. Yep. You know, and I met her at Go Show, too. You know, yep. I, we didn't really talk, but, yeah. you know, we said hi, and she seemed cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? And did she perform that night, too? I think she did. I missed I missed the performance. I think she did. Yeah, it was dope. Yeah, because <clears throat> I think she went on before Nikki Heaton. Yep. And I got there as Nikki Heaton was, <clears throat> yeah, like, wrapping yep. up. Yep. Yeah. And so, yeah, I missed it. Um, but I did catch her perform with Lizzo at the Pizza Luce thing. Uh, Pizza Luce yeah. block party. Yeah, yeah, the block party. And, that was, and I think that was the week before I started. Okay. So, like, like low-key, like, you know, Sosa brought me out. Sosa was like, let's go check this out. And mm-hmm. So, like, I saw I saw Sophia rock before I got, before I really, like, met her, met her. I mean, I met, I guess you could say I met her, but, you know, I saw her rock before we got in the studio and... I was like, yo, she got like a little left eye vibe. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, she does, right? Yeah. Yeah, she does. I can see that. That's like, you know, her rap style and, and all yeah. that. And just like, but like her, her clothing too, like she got super, super swag. Mm-hmm. For you real. She be coming through with some shit. I'm like, yo, you could pull anything off. For real, yeah. One day she was rocking like, you know, you don't want to mix patterns, but she was rocking like, like a stripes with a... I, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's she, like it's crazy, but, but it like works. she pulls it off because she comes in super confident. Like, what up? Mm-hmm. And it just works. Yeah, yeah, she can pull it off. She can do anything. Yeah, she can do anything. So yeah, then I, so so you know, the, she's in studio with me, and you know, I don't really like, I don't know her. Yeah. 
And so I'm like, all right, I'm like, I don't really know what I'm doing. This like the juxta the conversation I had with her. I was like, all right, I don't really know what I'm doing. I'm kind of nervous. Yeah. Like this is normally how I am. Like this, you know, I'm, I'm, my, my mind is in 18,000 different places. I was like, so forgive me if this show's a little frantic, but let's do this. Yeah. And so we rocked it. And eventually, like, you know, we, we you know, we talk off mic and, you know, we, we, we hang out and we get to know each other more. And I realized, like, me and her got a lot in common. You mm-hmm. know, we got, we got a ton in common. We mm-hmm. like most of the, we hate most of the same shit. Yeah. We, <laughs> we like, you know what I mean? And so. That's real. Yeah, and, and uh, so like it, it was the perfect pairing. Mm-hmm. I couldn't have th- I, honestly. I the my mental rolodex of people that I was thinking. Yeah, they probably I couldn't have picked a better person than Sophia. So like cool. E- literally, when I say everything worked out, mm-hmm. everything worked out. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I I can't I can't think of a better spot to be in, and um, but yeah, that that, that first week was was rough. Um, from like like from a professional radio personality perspective, mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't know. I, I guess to the to the average listener, like it sounded cool. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But now the show the show now compared to then is is more polished and more in the direction of the way that we want to do things. Mm-hmm. And it's not even where it's not even like where we want to do things yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's getting there. And yeah. uh, the response has been really good, and uh, yeah, man. I mean, I feel really good. Yeah, and, and I want Sophia to come back to today. Come back, Sophia. Come back. <laughs> <laughs> now you guys sound great together. It's like a perfect contrast. And I, I've learned a lot. Like I sat in on a couple of your shows early on, uh-huh. and I learned a lot. You know, just observing and watching how you do things. And so I, you know, I appreciate that, man. Hey, it's all salute, good. salute. But yeah, no, it's great. And like one thing I really like about your show too is like the engagement, the listener engagement, and like the five thousand or the you know Augie's top five. So yeah. every night you come up with a new top five. What's it? What's gonna be tonight? Oh man, I haven't even thought about tonight. <laughs> tonight last night we did. The, sometimes I just do the hot songs. So okay. last night I just did the hottest songs of the weekend. Yeah. Um, I, man, I might have to brainstorm a little bit. We might maybe you can come up with some ideas. Okay, we'll think about it, man think about it but yeah i mean you know we'll we'll do anything from like hottest producers to yeah like the best andre 3000 guest appearances yeah you know what i mean like it you know anything and and it gets it gets people hyped up like yeah. you know if you're a specific fan of a specific artist like you are right you're engaged like right. you're like well i need to you know i need to listen to this because like i just did i was just feeling like hearing some big sean the other day and i just did the top five big sean songs yeah and this girl uh on twitter she was like oh my god that was the best countdown you ever did Dope. like i love big sean yeah, so, yeah, yeah. you know you, you cat you you might catch somebody that it really touches them yeah whatever whatever topic you pick yeah and i have my favorites like the ones that touch me like the andre 3000 guest appearances like that was my yeah, that was my shit yeah, yeah you yeah. know what i mean <clears throat> i was so hyped to do that one so you know what we, we I come up with one, and we try to keep it fresh. Yeah, we don't want to recycle them. Nah, and you, I've never heard you do the same one. Mm-mm. I haven't. Well, Maybe. let's let's yo, let's do some top. Five, let's do some Augie's top five right now. All right, top five MCs of all time. Oh damn it, man! Oh Woo. damn it! Why damn it? Why you have to do that? <laughs> I I hate this question, and, and it's not, and it's not about like the, the debate anymore for me. But it's more about like, damn, why did you make me have to do this? Yeah. Like, you made me have to rack my brain. I, I would say Andre 3000 is up there. He, okay. He's one of them. Okay. Um, Eminem is one of them. Okay. Big Pun is one of them. Okay. And if you say Big Pun, you got to say Black Dot. Yeah, man. Black Dot gets slept on a lot, man. Yeah. Um, Kendrick Lamar. Okay. Um, Notorious B.I.G. Just because it's like, it, it, you know what, man? The, the guy was super witty, and, and he was low-key with how witty he was. And, and I think a lot of people that, I, I don't think, like, because people always talk about, like, yeah, he's the best of, best of all time, right? Mm-hmm. And, but I don't really think that people really articulate why he was so dope. Because mm-hmm. he, was, he was dope because... He was witty, but mostly it was his voice. Yeah. When you think of yeah. the word boom bap, like you think of his voice. Mm-hmm. And and 
and in uh, in 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 just the way that he would he would like hover on the beat. Like I don't know, man. Like yeah, no, he, he just dope. I mean he he just he rode the beat, man. Like his flow was just unmatched. I wish just, my voice was like Biggie. Yeah. I would like you know what I mean. If my voice is like Biggie, bro. <laughs> I, 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 he he probably has the perfect rapper voice. Yeah. I couldn't think of a better rapper voice. Like rapper ass rapper. Like you want to be a rapper ass rapper. Like, <laughs> you gotta have a voice like him. No, Big's voice was amazing, man. Yeah. No Pac up there though? Because being that you're kind of from the the West, I would think Pac would be up there. Pac, yeah. You know what? Pac is up there. I mean, the top, if you t- t- turn the top five into the top ten. Yeah. Like Tupac. And and people talk about how he's not lyrical. Yeah, you hear that a lot. Like if I because Pac's my number one of all time. Yeah. And people are like, well, he's not even a real MC. He's not lyrical. He didn't have punchlines. But it's like, yeah. But look what he did without all of that. I mean, he was a prophet, man. Right. You know, he was political, and he, he was just he was on another level, man. The thing was is that he could do punchlines. He could. There there are songs where he had the punchlines. There wasn't a lot of them, but right. there were songs like um. Uh, it's on the gang related soundtrack, but he's got a line where he's like, um, oh shit, I can't think of it. I can't think of it. Anyways, there, I, I, I might have to revisit this, but there, yeah. there's a few songs where he, he's spitting some punchlines, but so it's like he could do it, mm-hmm. but he didn't concern himself with that because he wanted to tell stories. Right. He wanted to, and, and he wanted to, to, to make you feel what he was saying. Mm-hmm. And so that just wasn't the type of, of rap that he decided to recite right it would he he wanted to do something different mm-hmm. you know let if you want punchlines like you can listen to cameron all day yep. you could listen to big l yeah you know what i mean like if, if that's what you want and now people talk shit about punchlines like people talk about punchline rappers aren't dope like now yeah you know what i mean and but like at a, at a certain era like if you wanted to be a dope rapper you had to have punchlines right so like all of that like rhyme styles and shit like mm-hmm. it's almost irrelevant it's like who was the best at what they did mm-hmm. and biggie biggie is impact. the best at what he did you know what i mean i would say the type of rap that andre 3000 does i would say him and kendrick are in the same type of same they're, they're like kendrick is his son mm-hmm. yeah i can see that yeah and and uh but they're, they're mm-hmm. both up here you yep. know what I mean? They're both elite at what they do. Yep. And a guy like Jay Z, Jay Z, he he was able to, I guess, like bring a lot of those styles together, and he switched his styles a lot. So he's elite for that reason mm-hmm. because he was like a chameleon, like you know what I mean, like a, a jack of all trades that mastered them all. Yeah, he could do anything. Yeah, and and so you know that that's why he's. He's one of the elites of all time. Right. So, you know, you can't you can't hate on Pac because he told stories. Right. Like, come on, man. Yeah. You Biggie told Biggie was a great storyteller. Yeah, he was. Great storyteller. You know what I mean? Like uh, Big Boy is a great storyteller. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Big Boy don't get talked to Big Boy is one of the best rappers. Big Hands Boy down, for big, sure. And and Big Boy's only fault is that he's in a group with, like, arguably the greatest rapper of all time. Right. Big Wiz was on here last week, and he said the same thing. Like, he brought up Outkast being, like, one of his favorite groups. He said, you know, Big Boy, if he was just solo and just came out as Big Boy from the beginning, he'd be way up there on the list. But it's hard to stand next to Andre 3000, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, imagine that. Like, you're going in the studio every day with Andre 3000. Yep. It's tough to shine, man. Yep. And And... It was crazy is is as I was reading somewhere that Outkast's sound, like they're like the sound that they had in the late nineties. Yeah. That was all big boy. It wasn't like all of the experimental stuff they did. Mm-hmm. That was all big boy. Okay. If you listen to the AT Aliens album, which was like their first uh their first time trying to like creatively experiment mm-hmm. with something different. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Andre didn't he didn't want to do that? No. Andre didn't want to. He didn't want to make that album like that. He wanted to do another Southern playlist, the Cadillac Music album. Mm. And Big Boy's like, no, we gotta, we gotta be different. We gotta, we gotta like stand out. And mm-hmm. so they did it, and it worked. It, yeah. That's my one of my favorite albums. Me too. And then the Quemini album, they they took that to a different level. Yeah. And that was Big Boy. Big Boy was the one saying, let's 
Let's do this. Let's do this. So he was like the visionary behind all of that. Right. And so by the time that they got to, um, I would say Stankonia, but after that, when they did the the double album, yep. Um, Andre was like, Andre was fully free. Andre was like, all right, I'm gonna do me now. And yeah. you know, he was he had already dated Erica Badu, so that already like opened him up. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, so he was already free. But like, cause you know, they they used to talk about the curse of Erica Badu, how it makes right. people soft, like common, common, you know, yeah, yeah, and and. Uh, I guess it doesn't work now, like Jay Electronic. What happened to him? I don't know where is he at. I, I don't know, man. Whatever. But uh, but yeah, that was the thing. Like, yeah, she make people soft. She make people like you know, wear like Afghans and shit. Like, <laughs> 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 but uh, but not nah, that. So by the time Love Below, like Andre was fully free and and he didn't give a shit anymore, and that was great because the Love Below is one of my favorite albums too. So and what sucks and and that and 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 that is like Andre and Big Boy in a microcosm because to be I'm gonna be 100 percent honest mm-hmm. I've I haven't listened to the Speaker Box album in its entirety ever. Me neither. <laughs> Me neither. Both sides now. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, I've the Speaker. Or, or, yeah, the Love Below and, and. No, I've listened to the lo- the Love Below. I've listened to like uh, ten times. Like I don't know, I've listened to it. As ch- I, that was my favorite album for a minute. I was listening to that over and over and over again. Yeah, but and and because I was listening to the album so much, I like left Speaker Box alone. Yeah, because like I wasn't really, because you know, and and Love Below is not a rap album. Love Below is like you know, I don't know what it is. It's just different, man. It's R and B. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's more in tune with like what Frank Ocean is doing. Yep. Um. But that was, but this was you talking about fifteen years ago, right? And so, but yeah, I just loved that album so much that I, I didn't listen to Speaker Box, and like people may, people may hate, but one day I'll one day I'll get to it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so speaking of albums, this we're doing Augie's top five, top five albums of all time. Oh shit, man! Um, I gotta say, Black on Both Sides by Most Def. Yep. Okay. And and going back to my top five rappers, mm-hmm. well, and that which turned into a top ten. Like Yasin's up there, man. Yasin's one of them. Okay. But yeah, Black on Both Sides is an incredible album. Mm-hmm. Shout out to your dude Psycho Less, man. Produce for produce some yeah. of the tracks on there. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just a great album front to back, and it it, it holds a dear place in my heart, man. You yeah. Because because different different albums and different music take you back to different places that right. you were when when you listen to them. And so yeah. like, that was just a good. That was just a good. I guess. Uh, you know, growing growth time of my youth. Mm-hmm. So that that album holds a special place. I would say, um, the Love Below, mm-hmm. the AT Aliens, where I mentioned. Yeah. Damn. Um, it's not enough. Not there's not enough spots. Because <laughs> I want to say, and and you know these are like albums from like when I was coming up, like Ready to Die. Yeah. Ready to Die is incredible. Um, and 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 it, and it's sad. It's sad because in the mid two thousands, by the mid two thousands, I wasn't listening to albums anymore. Mm-hmm. So like, there's probably great albums, but I was just listening to individual songs. Right. Even to this day. Right. Um, That's when that shift started. You know what I mean? Like people started putting less emphasis on full projects, mm-hmm. just try to hit with those singles. You know. But you know what I you know what I did here recently mm. that I really loved was Coloring Book, man. Oh, Chance, yeah. As as a whole, that album, it, it changed it changed how I felt about Chance the Rapper. I mean, mm. I already liked him. Mm-hmm. I already liked him a lot. But it to me it was like, wow, like he's he's like a different artist. Mm-hmm. And he can he 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 can make gospel music that's dope. Mm-hmm. You know, like because yeah, like he, like to me, that's a like I, I when I first heard that album, I was like, man, this is a gospel album. This is the best gospel album I've ever heard, <laughs> right? And and so I was yeah. like, yo, Chance makes fresh ass gospel music, like yeah. that's tight. And so, to me, that was just like a that opened my mind. You know, he 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 opened, he he opened, uh, I guess, a new genre for me. I guess, and and I, and I honestly, I don't think I'll go listen to gospel music now. Yeah, it's not really my thing, but. To, to be able to make gospel music fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got to put Coloring Book in there. Um, I want to say... Uh, damn, I can't... 
all these albums. Oh, you know what album was super dope? What's that? Muddy Waters. Oh, yeah. Redman? Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Do you? Uh, D-Mill's vinyl selection is crazy. Yeah, he got a little wall over there, man. Yeah. Yeah, that one of you. Oh, and Kanye's late registration. I don't know how many that was. Yep, yep, yep. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool, cool. Yo, before we wrap up, there's one thing I wanted to ask you, too, because I know you told me this before. It's a funny story, but how did you come up with the name Augie 5000? I know your your first name is Augustine. Mm Mm-hmm. Right in the streets, they call you Saint Augustine. But, <laughs> <laughs> but tell the story how you came up with the Augie Five Thousand. So there was, uh, there was. I had a friend, right, and uh, I was uh, talking with her on the phone. Yeah. And she was about to get off the phone, and she was like, "Yeah." She's like, "Augie, I got to, I got to get going." But she's like, "She's like, I'm Augie Five Thousand. I'll see you later." And I was like, "Oh, that's dope." Because yeah. like, I don't, you know, I don't. People that that are listening. Back in the day, LL Cool J came up with this term because he used to have an Audi 5000. Yeah. And that was his first car. And so, like, you know, the dude invented slang, man. Like, dude was like, yeah, whenever he would be leaving somewhere, he'd be like, I'm Audi 5000. I'll yeah. see you later. Oh, I, didn't know that's where that came from. I didn't know that's where it came from either. So, I just knew the same. Yeah. I'm Audi. Yeah. I'm Audi 5000. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then, you know, back then people were saying, like, uh, I'm Ghost back yeah. then. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And so people, and then so it turned into just like I'm five thousand. Like people would just be like, "All right, man, I'm five thousand. You know what I mean? Yep. But like that was his thing, you know. Like he would be like, "I'm out of five thousand. Yeah. And so, and and so like she was just messing with me, and she was like, "Yo, I'm Augie five thousand. I'll see you later. Talk yeah. to you later." I was like, "Yo, that's dope." Yeah. So I uh, I changed that to my MySpace name. <laughs> MySpace. <laughs> and uh, and and. And then it was a rap, man. I just and then and then when I got on the air, I was like, yeah, that that's gonna be that's gonna be the name I say on the air. Yeah. So that's how it came. came cool, to be. cool. Well, it's dope, man. You know, Augie Five Thousand, Saint Augustine, Five Stacks. Yes, sir. Appreciate you coming through. Make sure you guys follow him at Augie Five Thousand. Yep. Tune in to him Monday through Friday on Go ninety five three. 7 p.m. until midnight with his co-host, Sophia Aries. Big shout out to D-Mill. Once again, holding down those boards at DJ D-Mill. Follow me at Twin City Tone. Yo, man, it's another episode of the Twin City Tone podcast, episode nine in the books. Yes, sir. We out, man. Peace. Peace.